0: Hello and welcome. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about internet security and privacy as a whole through a couple of topics here. So first is passphrases. I'm going to touch on this only briefly since I did it, since I did a full 20 to 25 minute podcast on the subject subject. As before, make sure to use a st- a password manager like LastPass for your passwords online. LastPass does have a free version that has a ton of functionality. I used it to, I used to pay for LastPass, sorry, Uh, the premium version, but recently stopped since the benefits of using premium were not being used enough. Grab some dice and a word list, such as the one from the EFF. Roll the dice to get five numbers and write those numbers down. Then repeat this for as many words as you want your passphrase long. I would suggest using at least six. This will make the chances of cracking much lower. Even if the attacker can guess one trillion times per second, it will still take them 3,500 years. Keep in mind that since since using 1 less word results in your attacker being able to guess it in only 165 days. That's a pretty big difference. The pass passphrase you get from your dice should only be used for LastPass. The more places you have it used, the better chance you have of getting it fished. This is when somebody makes a fake site that looks just like the site you want to go to and they can steal your password and kick you back to the real site why use dice as a pick your passphrase it's this thing called entropy and I quote a guy named Arnold G Reinhold he says entropy is a measure of uncertainty or randomness of a system the concept is a difficult one to grasp fully and is confusing even to experts strictly speaking any given passphrase passphrase has an entropy of zero because it has already been chosen it is a method it is the method you use randomly to randomly select your passphrase that has the entropy. Entropy tells how hard it will be to guess the passphrase itself, even if the attacker knows the method you use to select your passphrase. A passphrase is more secure if it is selected using a method that has more entropy. Entropy is measured in bits. The outcome of a single coin toss, heads or tails, has a one bit of entropy. End quote. I've been asked before if it's okay to use a site like um, remp.us slash diceware instead of trying to find dice that you may have or may not have lying around your house. For normal everyday use, this should be fine, but keep in mind that no computer connected to the internet is 100% safe and you should assume it's been compromised. One thing you can do is to download the site and run it offline in order to ensure that no one is snooping. I'd even go as far as to create a bootable USB drive running Linux that is fresh and has never been online and never will be online to run the downloaded files. Remember, convenience is the killer of security. So now let's get into extensions, also known as plugins, that you can download for your web browser. The first is HTTPS Everywhere. This is a Firefox, Chrome, and Opera extension that, that encrypts your communication with many major websites, making your browsing more secure. That's the quote from their website. Many sites offer encrypted web traffic, but they may default to the unencrypted version, the regular old HTTP or have links that go back to the unencrypted version of their site. HTTPS Everywhere is an open source extension that fixes this problem by rewriting your request to the encrypted version of the site you are visiting. This of of course only works if the site offers an encrypted version. But getting site encryption is more and more common with each passing year. By defaulting to an encrypted version of a site, you greatly increase your security and privacy on said site. But an encrypted sniffing and eavesdropping on your web traffic is much more difficult. So much more that an attacker would have to spend more time to break the encryption than the value they would most likely get from your information. People probably don't need to know about your cat pictures that much to crack this kind of encryption. That's HTT- HTTPS everywhere. The second one I have that everyone should add to their browser is privacy badger and their website says privacy badger is a browser add-on that stops advertisers and third-party trackers from secretly tracking where you go and what pages you look at on the web if an advertiser seems to be tracking you across multiple websites without your permission privacy badger automatically blocks that advertiser from loading any more content in your browser to advertise to advertisers it's like you suddenly disappeared this is cool i like this one a lot it's one of my favorites When you view a web page, that page is often made up of content from many different sources. Privacy Badger keeps track of all of this. If you browse the web, the same same source, if, sorry, I'm reading this wrong. If, as you browse the web, the same source seems to be tracking you across different websites, Privacy Badger then takes over. It tells your browser not to load any more of the content from that specific source and when your browser stops loading content from that source, that source can no longer track you. Privacy Badger keeps note of the third-party domains that embed images, scripts, and advertising into the pages you visit. In some cases, a third-party domain provides an important aspect of a page's functionality, such as embedded maps, images, or style sheets. In those cases, Privacy Badger will allow connections to third-party but the screen, but will screen out its tracking cookies and refer, refer referrers, refers. This is another great one. I recommend everybody get Privacy Badger is amazing. Absolutely amazing. The last one is called Decentralize, um, D E C E N T R A L E Y E S Decentral. And the word eyes, like in your, in your, in your head. Decentralize is a local content delivery network emulator. The aim of this add-on is to cut out the middleman by, that is providing, uh, by providing lightning speed delivery of local files to your on, to improve online privacy. A lot of websites make you load vital files through large third-party services. This is a quote from their site. There are a couple of reasons why web developers are tempted to do this. It lowers upkeep costs, it speeds up the web in the sense that um, if you store a specific version of the file once, you you only contact that central content delivery service to see the file that your browser uh, has is identical, identical to the one that's already being served. Since these companies are now deeply woven into the fabric of the web, but cutting them off actually breaks a lot of websites. This is where this where this plugin comes in. It comes bundled with a fair amount of commonly used files that you would need to get from these third party providers and it stores them on your machine so you can serve them up yourself. Whenever a site tries to fetch them from the, these networks, this extension grabs the version that you've stored in your computer, saving you bandwidth and protecting your privacy. Decentralized completes com- complements regular content blockers, such as privacy badgers that we previously mentioned. This speeds up web pages, guys. Get it. They are HTT- HTTPS everywhere, privacy badger, and decentralized eyes, like the eyes in your head. Very useful, very good for privacy and security on the internet. So now let's talk about VPNs and why you should use one. A VPN allows you to connect to another server and encrypt your data from your home to their server. This will stop your internet service providers such as Comcast or Horizon from spying on you and collecting data. Keep in mind that the company you use for the VPN can spy and collect your data. So make sure you research and find a good company. I currently use private internet access. They say they don't keep logs and some news in the past has showed me that they are holding up to their word. At some point in the past, the US government asked for the log files of the users that to look at their data. This company that I use, Private Internet Access, could not give them anything because they don't keep logs. This is good for privacy. This made the news. This is a big deal in the private internet security and privacy sector that I follow. Even if bad people use it, there are many good people out there using this service or any service that is a VPN. And their data should not be collected in mass because of looking for some bad guy. Needle in the haystack thing going on here. For maximum privacy, make sure the VPN you choose does not keep logs, allows you to pay with Bitcoin, and asks for an, and asks for an only asks for an email address. Well, wow, I can't hear my own writing. You can you can even use a temporary email address in these situations. Make sure they also allow you to connect to OpenVPN and are typically not in the United States. There's a list of like five countries that do a lot of like data collection and typically you shouldn't be in any of those, but yeah, I have United States, that's where I live. That all being said, using a VPN still will not make you anonymous, but will give you better privacy. A VPN is not a tool for illegal activities and do not rely on a no log policy because companies can lie. This is obvious. Then there's a web browsers. Web browsers are our gateway to the internet. The Tor browser gives you the most privacy over every other browser. It does slow down your speed a little bit due to how it works to give you the, the privacy the privacy, using layers and, and hopping around different gateways or nodes as they're called. However, if you really want to cut down on the amount of spying, both corporate and state-sponsored, then the Tor browser is your best bet. Firefox is a great second choice uh, for its privacy and security. It is fast, reliable, and open source, and it respects your privacy. However, there is a bit of work that needs to be done to make it the most privacy and security buff that it can be. And finally, there's a new kid on the block, Brave Browser. Brave is open source and automatically blocks ads and trackers. This is based on Chromium, which is the open source version that Google then turns into Chrome that you can get on the Google Store. And let's also talk about email real quick. ProtonMail Mail is very user-friendly and privacy-focused email service. They have free and paid versions. Except Bitcoin as payment for their paid plans. Allows you to use your own domain and has encryption built into it in, in and automatically added. You can send encrypted email to anyone on the web, and they can view it with a key you supply them. If you don't email, if you don't encrypt the email, they can still see the it, see it as any regular email. The nice thing about ProtonMail is that every message you, in your account that you receive is automatically encrypted and only you can see the message. Not even ProtonMail can see your message. Other email services that are similar, similar to this include Disroot and Tutanota, T-U-T-A-N-O-T-A. Both of these have free accounts and have encryption built in. Now, they, they, they don't have as much as ProtonMail has. One of them doesn't let you use your own domain name. One of them doesn't let you pay in Bitcoin. I don't know which is which, but there are good second options. I I personally have a ProtonMail account and I have a Tatinata account. I've not tried this route yet. So let's do a recap here on what we just talked about. We have use a VPN because that will help and in- make you um, invisible to your ISP because we know ISP is now will track you and sell your data. Use a good web browser if you're really paranoid or really want to be secure, use Tor Browser. Otherwise, Firefox and, or Brave are good options as well. And for email, use ProtonMail, Disru, or Tatanata to have the most security and privacy in your emails as well as having the option to send anyone an encrypted email and they can read it as long as you give them the code to unlock that email. And last but not la- latest, least least <laughs> let's talk about privacy respecting search engines because we all know the big three don't so the first one is search or Sirix, however you want to pronounce it it is spelled s-e-a-r-x this one's cool I like this a lot Sirix or search I think it's fairly pronounced search is an open source search engine that searches all the other search engines the same time yeah you got that it takes your search and it aggregates the results it finds from from many of the web many of them like um, pretty much all of them uh these web search engines this includes google yahoo bing etc etc it even DuckDuckGo. go this all happens without storing information on you and what you're looking for and as a bonus there's no ads i don't know how they pay for this thing the second one is start page. Start page gives you Google search results, but keeping you you as the user private so Google doesn't know that you are the person searching for it. So if you want Google results, without the option of Google letting you know storing mass amounts of data on you and what you're searching for, start page is your is your go-to. Then the third one is probably the biggest and most well known is DuckDuckGo. But I've been on DuckDuckGo for a long time now. They actually sent me some free T-shirts and some free swag like two years ago. Super cool. Uh, this is a search engine that doesn't track you. That's their big thing. I like say we don't track you, we don't bubble you. It's very good. Some of DuckDuckGo's code is free software hosted at GitHub, but the core is proprietary. So if you're like, uh, uh, you know open-source or bust kind of person you know like give me open source or die kind of deal then this isn't for you it's, uh Sirix or search how you want to pronounce it that's the one you should go for it's all open source um, but DuckDuckGo Duck is by far the most popular of the security and privacy focused search engines and I would recommend this because the more that we search every day the more information these these companies can have on you and they can use it to, to to benefit themselves and to build profiles on you and s- sell ads to you and kind of make it so that you only see things that you want to see and there's been some evidence that these big engines these big search engines are actually centering the results so be careful with that check out uh search s-e-a-r-x check out start page and check out duck duck Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really appreciate it. If you found what, what i done today useful and informational and you want to buy me a cup of coffee, yes, yes, I love coffee. Check out my Patreon page at patreon.com slash jrswab. If you want to donate in Bitcoin, let me know somehow and I will get you the address. If you want to donate in Bitcoin anonymously, head over to steam it and get on the steam it page for this post. It will be there as well as well as all the links to everything I talked about all on steam it. Whatever the URL is, I'm not sure yet because it makes it for me, but it should be the first one you see, or the first within the first couple unless you're listening to this a year from now, then do some digging. But it'll be called something along the lines of privacy, uh, internet privacy and security such and such. So just search for that and you should find it. Thanks so much again, guys. I appreciate everyone who's been listening. the The podcast episodes of of this, like, that are archived on on Apple and Google, and you know you can get them on your podcast app or whatever. Have been killing it. I never expected to see over a hundred view, a hundred listens on on any given episode. And the crypt, the hash algorithms and cryptographic uh, podcast that I made is like it, it's like a one twenty six last time I checked. That that is the nuttiest thing ever. Thank you so much for all of your support guys and guys and girls i appreciate you let me know if you listen to this let's make a community i want to i want to get i want to talk to you guys and you peoples and we can make this something that is super great so thank you so much i appreciate all the love and support and i will be making up a new podcast here thinking of a good topic and writing out the script for you guys soon as possible i wouldn't expect it anytime this week because it takes me a while to do this apparently so until then, guys and gals, see you around Twitter, see you around Steam, it, see you around everywhere. Love you guys. Peace.